Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 25 of the Own the Moment podcast. My name is TJ Lasig. I'm one of the co-founders here at OTM, and this is a little bit of a new podcast today. This is the first edition of the new weekly recap pod that I will be doing every Friday where I just record a solo pod, a quick 20 to 30 minute recap of the week, provide any of my individual thoughts on what's going on in the world of NBA Top Shot, and just kind of close the loop as we look forward to the weekend and to next week in NBA Top Shot. I do want to start off just by saying, if you've enjoyed the show, if you've enjoyed our content, if you could please go ahead and leave a five-star review in the Apple Podcast Store, that would really help us out a ton. We really do appreciate the community, and it's been so much fun just getting involved in everything NBA Top Shot with this group. So if you've enjoyed the content, we really would appreciate that review. And thank you guys very much in advance. All righty. So as always, it was an exciting week in NBA Top Shot. We had a lot going on. We had the premium pack drop yesterday, which was super exciting. And a lot of exciting stuff going on over here to own the moment as well. So we take a look here at our weekly content schedule that we published earlier this week. We're going to be bringing you guys with some consistent content on a regular basis. So for those of you that may have missed it, we're going to be recording two live shows every week. So Monday and Wednesday nights, each at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time live. Monday is going to be our NBA Top Shot weekly tip-off show where Justin and I will be joined by a special guest from across the industry to kind of kick off the week, give you guys all the info you need heading into each week in NBA Top Shot. Wednesday, it'll be Justin and I occasionally with a guest joining us doing more of a strategy show. We'll dive deep into the challenges. We'll talk through any of the analysis that we have going on here in the background over at OTM. And then we have the Friday weekly recap, which is what you are listening to right now, where you will be stuck listening to the sweet sound of my voice for, I don't know, around 20 minutes or so. We'll, we'll see. I'm going to try to keep it short for the people that maybe don't get the opportunity to listen to the, the long hour, hour and a half shows. Want to be able to, to tie everything up quickly for you guys here. And then we have the NBA weekly recap article that Bach posts in the Discord every Tuesday, as well as the NBA rankings refresh every Sunday and an ask me anything from a member of the OTM team that we're going to be doing every Sunday. All right. So when we look at this week in Top Shot, I mean, I guess the one thing that, that I do have to tout from OTM is that you may have noticed that OTMNFT.com got a facelift. I mean, look how pretty this site is now. For anyone that's listening on the podcast version, you should go over, check out OTMNFT.com. You can check it right from your phone because we've optimized it for mobile. Things are looking Really good, in my opinion, really smooth, trying to to create, you know, not only giving you guys all of the data that we have, but putting it in a little bit of a, of a friendlier version. I mean, we have pictures now, so what more could you ask for? Shout out to my brother, Neil, who has done just so much awesome work behind the scenes on getting this website into the a place where I know that I'm personally really proud of the work that we've done. So check that out over at otmnft.com and we'll be walking through some of the site as well on this show uh, in terms of this week in top shot so on monday we had the plunge father on with us we talked through some of the key things that were going on across the industry talked about the the 35k circulating count moments that have now gone to le you can check out that ongoing list from our friends over at the first mint 
who do a great job of compiling all that information for you guys and getting it out to the community. Obviously, a, a premium, top-notch resource for anyone that is into NBA Top Shot. Uh, we have had rumors of a, a hollow icon drop that is going to become up shortly. We ended up getting the pack drop for the rare pack instead, which we'll talk about. And we have some updates on, on baller status. So that has returned in a bit of a new format. I think we're going to continue to see baller status get revamped over the course of the next couple of weeks. If you listen to the Wednesday show, Justin gave some of his more in-depth thoughts there. And we have signups back. So huge news there. People are now able to open an account with NBA Top Shot. Really can sense the Dapper team ramping things up as we head into the playoffs, which are just a month away at this point. So May 22nd will be the first day of the NBA playoffs. And I think that that's going to be a super, super exciting time in NBA Top Shot. And of course, we have the ongoing showcase challenge. So that's been all the buzz on Twitter. Lots of people out there trying to get that 20 likes for your showcase so that you can receive the $20 in Dapper credits. So what we have said is that if you go into the comment section of this YouTube video or any of the other YouTube videos, leave us your Top Shot username. We will make sure that everyone on the OTM team gets out there and gives you those likes so that we can get everyone in the OTM community up to that 20 so that we can get some free cash. All right, now I buried the lead just a bit here because we had, oops, I did not mean to go to this slide for people in the video. Hey, my first time doing this. It is what it is. We had the MGLE rare pack drop that took place yesterday, April 22nd. And we had 17,427 packs that were distributed. The packs cost $99 each. And there were also 50,000 rebound packs that were available. And in order to be eligible for this, you needed to have either one MGLE moment or two rare moments or 15 plus moments in your account. And the big kicker this time around was that you also had to have spent at least $99 in the marketplace. So that was the big shift that took place when you compare it to the previous requirements for the legendary drop. There was a lot of discussion there. Justin and I also talked about this on the Wednesday night show. He shared his thoughts, you know, around some of the, the the people that were complaining a bit on Twitter in terms of the requirements and specifically in terms of the $99 that had to be spent in order to be eligible. I personally like this decision. I think that the requirements were very fair. And while there are certainly, I'm sure, some edge cases where People that are true collectors and are into NBA Top Shot were, were not able to qualify. I think that those cases have to be few and far between. I mean, at this point, spending $99 in the marketplace is not that high of an ask. Anyone that is actively engaged as a collector and not just looking to hop from pack drop to pack drop, in my opinion, should have spent the $99. And if you haven't and do consider yourself an avid avid collector i do i do feel for you and i empathize with you and hey would love to you know to chat about it to understand individuals situations so you can definitely reach out to me on twitter personally at tjl5124 dfs happy to to discuss anyone that maybe is frustrated with this but i do think that overall it is a fair thing and and i'm going to actually be doing a little bit of a segment at the end of this podcast called TJ's top takeaways of the week. And this is going to be something that I touch on a little bit further there. 
All right. The other big thing that happened this week and is always a hot topic within the NBA Top Shot world is, of course, the challenges. So this week we had three challenges come to an end and as a result saw three new challenges come to life. So the Hollow Icon 4 Challenge, the MGLE 23 Challenge, and the Cool Cats 4 Challenge all came to an end this week. And we now have the next level of each of those that is up and running. So if you go over to the otmnft.com website, you can see we now have Cool Cats 5, Hollow Icon 5, and Metallic Gold LE24 that are currently the live challenges on NBA Top Shot right now. I do want to talk a bit about the Cool Cats 4 challenge in particular, because I think that that is the one that is certainly the most affordable and likely the one that people are most interested in and or may have competed in themselves. So we can go ahead and take a look at expired challenges here. And we saw what I think we all expected, right? As soon as the challenge expired, we saw a massive, massive dip in the cost to acquire. So at the time of expiration, it costs right around $350 to complete the Cool Cats challenge. And you can see that that is now down to a measly $133, proving out the thing that we've always known, which is when moments become a part of a challenge, that utility value that becomes associated with the challenge really is critical in driving up and determining that price point. And we saw it most critically with the Dwight Howard and with the Serge Ibaka and also with the Grant, the Drama Grant. So the reason for this, right, was because that those moments became the bottleneck for completing the Cool Cats Challenge. Each of the Cool Cats moments had a 20,000 circulating LE count so there were 20,000 of each of those moments, whereas the Dwight Howard, the Serge Ibaka were 15,000. And while the grant is technically a 35K, if we go into his individual moment, what we will see is that, yes, there may be 35K of them, but there's actually only 19,000 that are truly in circulation. So, and, and as we see here, I mean, we're looking at Grant. He was trading right around $40 prior to the challenge ending, and now he's all the way down to 7 bucks. which, uh, yeah, it's tough. And then same thing with Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard was getting up, as I think, as high as $80, which we're about to see. Yeah, my goodness. Right before the challenge expired, trading upwards of $75, $80, and then plummeting down just to a measly $13 ask now. So... Definitely a lot to continue to learn from this. And the other thing that we'll see is in the current Cool Cats 5, we can see the same thing has already begun to happen with people like TJ McConnell. So similar to what we saw with the Cool Cats 4 challenge, within this new one, we have TJ McConnell and Jermichael Green who have a 15,000 LE and they're going to become the bottlenecks for this challenge. So look at this. TJ McConnell, right? He's been trading at seven, eight bucks for weeks, months. And boom, look at that lift that we're seeing again. For those of you that are on the podcast, you can check out the YouTube video if you want. I'm just screen sharing otmnft.com. You can also just check out the site for yourself. But we now have TJ McConnell traded as high as $67. Now he's at $58. So, I mean, literally nearly... I don't know. What are we looking at? We're looking at seven, 
eight xing as a part of him being in the challenge. So I personally, as of this moment, have completed the Cool Cats Five challenge. I actually was fortunate enough that I already had three of the five moments, so I just went out and bought my final two just to complete that. But and again, this is going to be one of my my TJ's top takeaways. But I really think that there's still an edge to be had in these challenges. And oftentimes it can become in acquiring the moments for the challenge, but then just going ahead and, and selling them later on. So, I mean, we saw this. If you are able to get in super early in the challenge and then have the opportunity to sell it later at a higher cost, especially if you're able to acquire some of the moments that we believe to be the bottlenecks. And something else that I'm keeping my eye on is in terms of the upcoming challenges, although it's really technically an active challenge, but we have the Cool Cats Master, right? And so we've seen this trading relatively flat over the course of the past couple of weeks. But we know that the Luca is going to be the most in demand when it comes to the Cool Cats Master. And just a refresher for anyone that may not be familiar, the idea of the Cool Cats Master is that you will need to collect all of the Cool Cats moments in order to receive the Master Challenge reward, which of course is LaMelo Ball, who's going to be returning back from injury and uh, is, is, is already regaining his spot as the favorite to win Rookie of the Year. So I think that's going to be a, a pretty awesome moment to collect. I know that I personally am planning to complete the Cool Cats Master. But aside from the Luka, I think we can also take a look at people like the Jokic and the Russell Westbrook, which, and here we go. So again, otmnft.com, plug, plug, plug away. Uh, I really do believe it's a great product that you, you guys should check out our site if you're not doing so already. But in our moments needed section, you can see for the people that have not yet completed the Cool Cats Challenge, which are the ones that are, are going to be in the highest demand. So not surprising to see Russell Westbrook at the top of the list. He was the reward for the Cool Cats 4 challenge. So he just became available. But if we sort over here by the total that have 16 or more out of 25, but have not yet completed, can kind of see who, who the most in-demand moments are. And again, I think people like Russ Westbrook are going to become potentially a bottleneck down the line just because there are not as many minted, but we'll continue to monitor this over the coming weeks. I think that as the Cool Cats wraps up here. And with the Cool Cats 5, it's, it's just five common moments. And then the reward is the Fred Van Vliet Cool Cat. So shout out to Peter Overzit, our friend over at Club Top Shot, the Fred Van Vliet King himself. I'm sure he's happy to see that he is there in a reward fashion. All right. I think that's a majority of what I wanted to discuss today, but I do want to wrap up the show with a little segment that I think would be fun to do. And I'm going to call it TJ's top three takeaways of the week. My number one takeaway is going to be related to what we just talked about, which is that I believe there will continue to be an opportunity in these lower end challenges. And that does not necessarily mean an opportunity in just completing the challenges, but that is where we're going to continue to see the most price volatility, just in terms of moments like a TJ McConnell going from seven, eight, nine dollars all the way up to as close as sixty dollars. Uh, I think that this is going to continue to be a trend that we see 
and you're definitely going to want to stay plugged into the OTM content. Check out our challenges page on the website. Check out the hashtag HerzigBot channel in the Discord where Justin is always providing his most up-to-date analysis on the challenges and whether or not he feels, based on the numbers, it's worth completing. But obviously, challenges are just fun, and I enjoy the collecting aspect of the challenges, and I will continue to do so. And especially with these cool cats, I am eyeing that master challenge, and that lamello ball is something that I'm going to want in my collection as a long-term hold. My takeaway number two is around the pack drop requirements. So my view is that these requirements are going to continue to change and evolve over time. And what we want to do as collectors is make sure that we're staying ahead of those requirements. So for the past two, we've seen a moment minimum of 15 plus moments. I wouldn't be surprised if that gets raised to 20 plus or 25 plus. Basically, I'm just saying that Whatever the, the requirements have been to date, do not be surprised if those requirements continue to add another layer or continue to get a little bit more difficult, if you will, in order to meet those requirements. I really believe that the Dapper team is focused on how can we best find metrics that identify who the true collectors are, who are the, the true folks that have an interest in Top Shot long-term, that have an interest in the collecting experience, Shout out to Mike Levy, MBL, at MBL on Twitter. I think everyone is probably familiar with his thread at this point. If you're not, definitely go check it out. But he talks about the concept of a rent seeker. And essentially, these are the folks that show up for a pack drop, trying to get their $9 pack to flip it and turn it into $40, trying to get the $99 pack to flip it and turn it into $250 etc etc and long term in order for this ecosystem and this market to reach a sustainable place i think one of the challenges is finding out how we can you know mitigate the impact of these rent seekers on the market and i really do think that just with the constant pullback that we've seen in the market that we are are very close to reaching that bottomed out stabilized point and my hope is that as soon as we reach that point, that we'll continue to, to see some growth again. And I don't think we're going to see that hyper growth like we saw during the, the massive bull run. But I think this time around, and the hope this time around, is that we get some slower, steadier, sustainable growth that can last longer term. And I think we're getting there. And I think that the Dapper team is doing a great job of continuing to innovate in terms of the things that they're trying to implement in reaching that stabilized market. And TJ's top takeaway, number three, is that, you know what? Pack drops are fun. And whether or not you get a pack, like the whole experience to me is enjoyable. And I experienced it yesterday. I mean, I was not able to get myself one of the rare packs, but the hype that surrounds it, Justin and I had a, a fun Pack Sweats Live show with Jesse Swores, who joined us as our special guest. And I just noticed a lot more positivity in the chat on Twitter where people that were not able to get packs but were genuinely genuinely happy for others that did. And I think that's an awesome, awesome way for this community to be. And I think it's definitely a shift from some of what we've seen in the past. I think in the past, we've seen people complain like, oh, I didn't get a pack, yada, yada, yada. We all just need to accept 
that sometimes we're going to get a pack and sometimes we're not. And to me, this is one of the the cool things about Top Shot in general, beyond just the the specific Top Shot game. But it kind of helps you understand how to think in terms of probabilities and in terms of range of outcomes, right? I think we understand now that, okay, there's 17,000 packs available and there's 65,000 people in line. And so therefore we have a 25% chance of getting a pack. And so guess what that means? Three out of the four times, you're not going to get a pack and you have to be okay with that. And I think the longer we are participating in this ecosystem, in this market, it helps us be a little bit smarter in terms of managing expectations with ourselves about what we can expect to happen and not having that unrealistic expectation or not having that, you know, extreme disappointment when we don't get a pack because looking at the numbers, that's the most likely outcome. And I think that, you know, it helps just all of us be a little bit smarter in how we think about things. And just generally speaking, I think participating in this Top Shot market does make people smarter. And there's so many just awesome people in the community that that I know that I feel like I've gotten smarter as an individual just from being around this community. So a little bit of a tangent there. But bottom line, pack drops are fun. And I also think that this rebound pack idea from the Top Shot team is is a really cool addition, right? It, It kind of it makes the pill easier to swallow when you are not able to to get the pack, the true pack, the rare pack, or the legendary pack, whatever's out there. But you get a nice little consolation prize by getting that that rebound pack. Which brings me to my final segment of the show, which is TJ's tilt of the week. For those that know me personally, I, I like to joke about things that tilt me. And for people that don't know what tilt is, it, it's kind of an old school poker tor- term. But it's just like something that you're frustrated by or something that, you know, you feel didn't go your way, whether by your own fault or by no fault of your own. I don't know. I just think that'd be fun at the end of the show if there's something that I can rant about. And my tilt of this week is 100% my own fault because I was in line for the rare pack. I pulled the number 35,000 and after the live show ended, I filled out the thing on my website I put in my email address so that I could regain my spot in line on my phone. And then I got distracted and completely forgot to obtain my rebound pack and didn't realize it until like 10 o'clock at night. I was like, oh my goodness, I never got my pack. And then once you miss your spot, you miss your spot. So that was my tilt of the week. Again, no fault of anyone other than myself, but it is what it is. Sometimes that happens. There's a lot going on over here at OTM. And apparently getting the rebound pack did not fall high enough on my priorities list. So shame on me for that. But just wanted to share that little tidbit with the people. And that is going to do it for the first episode of the weekly recap. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Please give me some feedback on whether or not you liked this, whether or not you felt that I focused on the right things. Definitely want this to be informative, but also hopefully a little bit fun. Hopefully get you guys more of a chance to see, you know, what's going on in my head. What are the things that I'm thinking about? And let me talk a little bit about what's coming up in the next couple of days and the next week here at OTM. So Sunday night, 
Neil is going to be doing an Ask Me Anything in the Discord. You can ask him any of the questions you have about the website or about the challenges. So Neil will be in there at 8 p.m. on Sunday night to talk through everything and answer all of your questions. Then Monday night at 8.30, we will be back with our weekly tip-off show. We're going to be joined by John Jackson, a.k.a. at John Boy Beats. You may recognize him from Twitter. You may recognize him from the Discord. Been doing some awesome analysis, so really excited to have John on the show with us as we kick off next week in Top Shot. And then I'm also going to be joining Mike Zakarian on the Top Shot Takes Morning Marketplace show Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. So for those of you that not, have not checked out that show, it's actually one I watch it every single morning. Top Shot Takes, great YouTube channel. Mike just does a solo show, walks through the NBA games from the night before, talks through any of the impacts that it's had on the marketplace. I think he does a really nice job of keeping things fun, but also being informative at the same time. Clearly watches a, a ton of NBA basketball, is really up and on top of things in terms of what's going on across the league. So Mike's someone that, that I've been chatting a lot with in the background, and, and I think he's doing a, a great job. So I'm going to join him on his show next Tuesday morning, and I'm pretty sure we're going to have Mike on an OTM show joining Justin and I in the near future. So keep an eye out for that. All righty, everyone. Well, hey, that will do it for the first edition of this solo podcast, the weekly recap podcast. Again, if you enjoy the show, please leave us a rating and review in the Apple store. If you're watching this on YouTube, hit the thumbs up button, leave us a comment, go back, leave us comments, hit the thumbs button on past videos. We're really just trying to get the awareness out there to as many people as possible and want to, to help continue to grow this community with all of you. So thanks everyone. And on behalf of Justin and on behalf of producer Coop, I am TJ Lasig and I'll talk to you guys on Monday.